Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Joshua Earp, founder of Joshua David Earp LLC. And if you want to learn how to successfully build professional relationships, you should be listening to the Build Your Network podcast with my good friend, Travis Chappell. Welcome to the show. I'm Travis Chappell, and I chat with some of the world's top business influencers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs in order to crack the code of networking. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know, and that your relationships ultimately determine the person that you become. So if you want to learn the new way of connecting, if you want to fill your network with quality people and skyrocket your results, then you're in the right place because this is the Build Your Network podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Build Your Network. Today, we are chatting with Joshua Earp. Josh is a world-renowned entrepreneur, investor, mentalist, musician, search engine optimization specialist, and actor that has been featured on ABC, Fox, CBS, NBC, Netflix, Hulu, FX, and Showtime. He spoke at the world's top business events, according to Forbes, Entrepreneur, and Inc. 500, where he has shared the stage with Edward Snowden, Steve Wozniak, Halle Berry, John Travolta, along with countless other business and entertainment industry icons. Josh has wrote songs and samples for the producers of Justin Timberlake, Drake, Bruno Mars, Kanye West, Jay-Z, just to name a few in addition to his team being credited for the marketing and publicity of the 15-time Emmy award-winning show, The Bay. Guys, it's going to be such a fun, interesting conversation. We're getting into some cool things and then uh, maybe even a mentalism trick or two at the end of the conversation. So for those of you just listening, you might want to check out my Instagram or YouTube for some of the clips of what we're going to be doing here at the end of this conversation. But first, really quickly, if you are a seven-figure entrepreneur, 
and you know that a podcast will be beneficial for your personal brand, your business, driving revenue, building credibility, authority, or maybe building your network within your space, but you just don't know how to get one started, don't have the time, the team, the resources to dedicate to figure it all out, then uh, just hire my team. We'll, we'll be able to knock out a show for you so that you can do the things that you do best, which is servicing your clients, being the owner of your business, whatever it is, whatever your role is. And then we'll do what we do best, which is building out those top high quality podcasts for you. So travischapelcom slash make my podcast. There's a quick application. We'll jump on a phone call to see if we'd be a good fit to build out a show for you. travischapelcom slash make my podcast. Josh, what's up, bro? Thanks for joining me today. Man, thank you. Are you going to pour us a drink? I see some uh, awesome bottles in the back. Yeah, I know, right? If this quarantine stuff was uh, no longer with us, then we would definitely be cheersing right now at the beginning of this conversation. Oh, yeah. So yeah, virtually, right? we'll cheers. Yeah. Let's go ahead and dive in, bro. Uh, your resume is extremely unique. Definitely so many things that you've done that you continue to do and you do them very well. And that's what I really respect about what you about what you got going on, man, is that it seems like whatever you decide you're going to do, you give it your 100% effort. And that's something that a quality that I really respect in people. So let's take it all the way back. Talk to me like 12, 13 year old Josh, like middle school Josh, what was life like for yeah. you then? Yeah. So at eight years old, actually, before 12, even, I began playing guitar, doing magic, things like that. David Blaine was actually one of my first mentors. And, and so I've been doing this stuff for a very long time. You know, I'm about to be 29 at the end of July. Actually, July 30th is my birthday. So, you know, happy early to me, right? But happy early birthday. Right well, actually, by the time this goes live, it'll be happy late birthday. Oh, yeah. Well, I believe it. So I started out at age, at the age of eight years old. Okay. I come from, you know, low to middle class family, just very typical working class family. You know, nothing big. Didn't come from money. Out in the middle of nowhere, really, in Illinois. So straight in the middle of the map. You know, I didn't always live in, you know, Beverly Hills area, Hollywood area, Bel Air, all that. It was much later in my life. But one thing I did, however, do is at the age of eight years old, I started playing guitar. And, you know, you said the magical word earlier. You said uh, decision. And decision is such an important concept because the thing is, is, you know, the word decision is comes from the word incision, right? So the word incision means to cut into something like a doctor in an operating table or whatnot. Decision is when you cut something off. It's whenever you cut off all other possibilities, but this one possibility, and you kind of go with that, right? So, and Robert Greene talks about this in his book, Mastery, right? Which, you know, putting in your 10,000 hours on one thing. I'm a firm believer of that. You know, I feel like, and I am a bit of a polymath, right? So I do several different things. But the thing is, is I focus on one thing at a time, just like Gary Keller says in his book, The One Thing. And then once I've mastered that one thing, then I can move on to the next thing. And then I can move on to the next and next. And it just kind of snowballs. And that's why I guess my bio is a little unique because of the fact that, you know, we're all unique, right? And at the same time, we were born an original and we don't want to die a copy. That's something I always, you know, let a lot of people know is that, look, it's one thing to emulate and model after someone or taking a business model and kind of emulating it or, or whatever the case is, right? Personal brands break down like, you know, the architecture of how it actually works and whatnot. But at the end of the day, you just have to be yourself, you know, like unapologetically you. So anyway, back to focus, right? And decision making. So at the age of eight years old, right, I decided I was going to be one of the best, fastest, insane guitarists in the world. And I actually broke the record for the fastest guitar player. I just forgot to mention that. I didn't want to type too much. It gets to the point where it's like, if I list too many things, people are just like, what? You know, so I try to keep it simple, short, and condensed. But yeah, so I've been playing guitar since I was eight years old. And that's what, you know, uh, interests me in music and scales and philosophy. And then I got interested in things like 
harmonics and time signatures and, and breaking all these things down very mathematically, you know, and whatnot. And then from there, I learned magic, you know, still at the age of eight years old. And uh, then that progressed as I got older into mentalism, which is an ancient occult science of psychological illusion. And it goes back for thousands of years, right? This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Um, let's see. After that, basically, as I got older too, I started getting into hypnosis because I was always interested in the mind and psychology. And that's why I became an, you know, a, a practitioner of neurolinguistic programming earlier on because I had my business was a stage hypnosis business. Mm -hmm. So literally, like, you know, there's a lot of business models out there in the world, right? Some people sell cars, some people sell houses. Me, I was hypnotizing people. That was my business, right? So, and I was 21, by the way, when this happened. Um, so anyway, stage hypnosis business, I needed to learn marketing, right? So I learned marketing. And then basically what happened is after I learned marketing, I learned, I got even deeper down into something called SEO, search engine optimization. That's where a lot of people, you know, that are watching this might know me from or, or things like that. Because uh, SEO, 97% of all online experiences begin with a search engine. 75% of users don't even click on ads and 70% don't even click beyond the first page. So, so really, I knew SEO was the 800-pound gorilla in the room that nobody was paying attention to, I guess because it was so big. And um, the whole thing is I just knew that it was very important because it controls the world's information. If I could control the world's information and what they show or Google, then I can control the dun-dun-dun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, just, I just always knew that I could market better products or my music or whatever I wanted to do it for, right? And so I know we're kind of all over the place, but, um, but that's kind of the evolution. And I'll tell you what happened after that if you want to talk about any yeah. of that. For I want to camera around something really quickly before we move on. I'm assuming that your marketing skill was much 
easier to attain because of your background in hypnosis and studying mentalism and psychology and neurolinguistic programming as like from the showman perspective, but you're still having to understand all the psychological principles, which really translates extremely well to marketing because that's really uh, all marketing is, right? Exactly. And I always tell people before we do marketing, before we append the ING, we have to start with the market. And so really, it's all about like really just defining what the customers actually want and all that. But so then I got involved in SEO. Then I met Ty Lopez at a conference, you know, several years back. And I was showing him what I was doing with this stuff. And he said, hey, why don't you come out to my house in Beverly Hills? I have this thing called the Business Builder Mastermind Group. And I was like, oh, really, what's that? And he said, well, everybody chips in $25,000 to be there. And, you know, we teach them how to do marketing. And I said, great. I said, you know, but I don't want to spend $25,000 with you. <laughs> you know, and he said, no, I'm not asking for you to pay. He said, I want you to come for free and teach, you know, my group how to do this stuff, you know, because he saw some of the results I was having and whatnot. So I basically said, okay, went down there to teach the business builder, a great group of people there, Ty's a great guy. I ended up teaching like guys, you know, some of his mentors like John DeWar, which helped him, you know, make a lot of money in the first place and stuff. And, um, you know, started giving them tips and tricks, you know, on like how to do it for life insurance and different things like that. And really, I was just advising them. Then I ended up teaching all the, uh, you know, most of the courses and stuff like the social media marketing agency course, you know, Ty is, according to Entrepreneur Magazine, the number one social media marketer. And inside of his social media marketing course, I actually had the most videos in that course. I think we might have gotten rid of a few of them since then, just because things have changed slightly. But, you know, I was one of the highest, you know, if not the highest reviewed teacher there. And I've always just really loved teaching, you know, especially marketing and how to, you know, leverage algorithms. Because really, at the end of the day, I just reverse engineers Google's patents. And I do A-B scientific split testing and isolate variables between the keyword and the URL, the title, the anchor text, the keyword density, you know, all the way down to a very granular level. And it's like throwing a bunch of spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. And whatever does stick, I, I work with that. Whatever doesn't, then I just discard it. So that's kind of how my marketing career got started, other than the fact that I was advising like the vice president of the United States of America in his like, you know, casinos and stuff. It's just a crazy story at the time, right? I was like literally 21 years old and I was advising the guys that advised like presidents and stuff at that time. And I was only 21 and, and I had no money. It's just that I basically, you know, had this incredible level of knowledge when it comes to marketing and stuff like that. So I was able to capitalize on my knowledge and, and then got lawyers as clients and it kind of went from there. Then I ended up from Ty's thing, um, which I still have people hit me up all the time every day. Like I check my Instagram messages, you know, and people are just like, yo, I saw you on Ty's. Cause I used to be a lot bigger too. I, be, I was like fat and had long, crazy, you know, hair. <laughs> we were like, bro, I didn't even know that was you, blah, blah, blah. You know, we all go through phases. But that's really what started my career in terms of, you know, getting on the map with the marketing. Then I started teaching the biggest SEO events in the entire world. I started out by going. That's something I also teach too, is that before you start teaching at the events, right? Which I think I met you at Thrive the first time. I was supposed to speak at one of the first events too, but I, you know, I'm, I'm a stupid person sometimes. I just have so much opportunity going on. I just, you know, put that on the background. I don't know why. I even went to Cole the next year and I said, hey, I'd like to speak at this one. He's like, okay, blah, blah, blah. You know, so, but then obviously coronavirus and all that happened, but which is crazy because I was about to have my own TV show on Disney. I, I was acting on an episode of ABC's Blackish recently. I know we're jumping all over the place, but I was showing magic and mentalism to the producers there on the Disney lot. And they, they said, hey, have you ever had your own TV show before? And I said, no, I, I never thought about it. Well, I basically said, yeah, I thought about it, but I never thought it would happen. They said, well, meet me at this coffee shop at this time, you know? And I was like, okay, that's fine, whatever. Went there. 
they're like, hey, we want to do a show about you showing magic to all these celebrities. Because like after the set, I was showing Anthony Anderson, I was like reading his mind and saying, hey, look, this is your daughter's name. And then like, he's never told anyone his daughter's name before and like all this other stuff, you know, at that time. So it was just a really crazy opportunity. And then, uh, you know, coronavirus hits and all that. And, you know, I just went a little bit of a different direction. But now I'm working with like some of the producers for Adam Sandler, like the guys that discovered him and found him. And there's a lot of different things. We'll cover the entertainment section a little bit. But basically, Ty was my, you know, was one of the first people that I really started advising like his group on how to do marketing. Then from there, I started, like I said, teaching the biggest SEO conferences. And then from there, I started teaching the biggest business conferences in the world where I've opened up for Edward Snowden and spoke on stage with the founders of like Showtime, like Jules Hamovitz and all this stuff. And so networking, like that's one thing that attracted me to your show too, because I've always had and really believed in the power of networking because, you know, like even Brian Tracy, right? Which I was thankful enough to have him interview me on national television as well on different things that I've done. Brian Tracy, he always says, you know, the most successful people in the world are those that build networks out of high qualified, you know, high quality people. And then they find ways to service those people in that network. And so that's something that really stuck with me, you know? And so that's why I was attracted to what you were doing in your podcast and thought, you know, since I've you know, built a network of and advised, you know, different billionaires and celebrities and even royal families and things like that. I was like, this is exactly what I need to to go and spread my message of the fact that you can really start out with nothing and then make something great happen, you know? So who you know or what you know, Josh, which of those two is more important? Well, you know, this is a great thing. The old debate of who you know or what you know, but here's the third biggest kept secret that no one talks about. And this comes from a big hedge fund manager in Hollywood that's done some of the biggest things, you know, with entertainment and everything. He basically said it, it's all about what other people assume you know. So it's not about what you know. It's not about who you know. It's about what other people assume you know. And uh, when he first told me this, I was like, hey, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, let me tell you a, a quick story. He said, whenever I was first started off doing marketing, because he used to do marketing too. He's an older guy now. But he basically said, you know, I didn't really have much knowledge. And he said, I didn't know what the average rate was for someone to hire you for marketing. So he said, one time I had a qualified lead. They asked me, hey, how much do you charge for marketing? Is it standard like everybody else, $300 an hour? And the guy didn't even know what he was going to say. You know, he wasn't, he didn't really even know what to say, but he saw 300 an hour and it's like, wow, I never expected to get paid that much. I'm just going to agree to it and then just go from there. And so basically it's whatever people assume, you know, is what's really powerful too. But that's his answer, right? And I do think that there's some credibility in that. But my answer is this, what you know is important. I, you know, I always say this, that there's two aspects of success, right? It's getting in the room with the right people. And step number two is doing something about it once you're there. Yeah. The problem with most people is they are in the room with the right people. I mean, I go to all these big celebrity parties and everything, and everyone's there and they all just, you know, take pictures and then go home. It's like, man, if you would have just you know, found a way to structure some type of business deal, or if you were just creative, and even if you didn't do that, and you just connected the dots and say, hey, what can I, what kind of problems are you having? What do you, what's your goal and focus? Oh, XYZ, well, I got a buddy who does XYZ, we should, you know, think up and do something like that. So, so that's a lot of people's big problem. Or step two is that they're doing the right thing, but they're not around the right people. And it's that whole tree falls in the middle of the woods is, you know, if no one's around, does it make a sound type of thing, right? So the whole thing is, which I'll have to tell you about the work I've done with the founder of the God Particle too. Don't let me forget that. We'll come back to that if you want, because that ties in with the whole you know physics stuff. But anyway, long story short is this. You know, I think it's a little bit of both, really. You know, I think that it's all about who you know and what you know, and it's also a little bit about what other people assume you know. But I think that you know, as long as you're in the room with the right people and you do the right thing at the right time, I think that's really crucial. 
What about you? What's your experience on that? Anybody that listens to the show for any length of time knows that I'm on the who you know train. There's no conversation where both of them don't exist. You have to be competent at whatever it is that you do. You have to have a certain level of competency or expertise or unless you're in the role of being like the mentee, then your role there is being the young guy that's just learning from everybody else. Right. But in most scenarios, you have to be able to be, but even then, yeah, you got to, you still have to be at a certain level of competence. You got to be a kid that has his head on straight, that works hard, has ambition, wants to learn and soak up knowledge, information. You know what I mean? So you got to have that base level. But I always come back to who you know. I think that you're what you know, the knowledge, the information that you soak up can always be learned at an extraordinarily faster rate through learning it from people who've already been there and mastered that thing rather than trying to fail your way through a decade or two of trying to learn how to do that thing, if that makes sense. My answer always comes back to who, because I think that if you spend enough time with the right people, as long as you're a competent hard worker with some ambition and the desire to become a better version of yourself, you're going to be able to... You're going to be able to... I like that a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's my take. I think that's very valid, you know? I mean, it makes sense, right? You know, a lot of the times what I tell people too, instead of, you know, because a lot of people come to me like, how do you meet all these people? What do you do? Blah, 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 right? And the whole thing is like, instead of going out looking for the right person, right? It's more about becoming the right person because there's ancient hermetic universal law that as above, so below, and as within, so without, right? These are universal laws that you can't escape. And so instead of going out and trying to look constantly for the right person, which don't get me wrong, that's a very effective method too. That's more of a shotgun approach and that does work. But what really works and what really amplifies that is becoming the right person because everything and every one that we have in this present moment, we have attracted by the person that we have became. And the real matter is of the truth of the matter is that success truly is not what you have. It's who you become in the process. And it's how you learn and adapt and evolve and how you utilize the utilization of self-discipline. They say self-discipline is the closest thing we could have to a wish-granting fairy godmother. I mean, it's literally like having a a genie in a magic lamp that as long as you know how to rub it correctly, it'll grant you every wish, right? So that's the way I look at it. And that's what I tell people is, is... the answer isn't necessarily out here. The answer is in here. And as a result of you know personal development, as a result of self-discipline and focus and integrity and loyalty and honesty and all these great traits, right? Then you will attract that person into you. Now, also, I don't rely heavily upon just the law of attraction. Uh, it's always what I call the law of take action. So once you combine these two elements, you know that's what gets the reaction. Sure, I love that, man. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, get into the thing that everybody wants to see, which is some uh, some tricks here. I know we're we're on video. So if you're listening to this on audio, make sure to go to YouTube, TravisChapel.com slash YouTube, or to my Instagram, which is just at Travis Chapel. If this episode is aired out on audio, then we probably have the uh, tricks somewhere on the video platform. So I want you to go ahead and take away Josh and uh, do a couple uh, do a couple of mentalism tricks for us. So yeah, with magic, there's like props involved and there's like pulling a rabbit out of a hat or making a coin vanish or appear. I'm not really into the sleight of hand stuff. I'm more with mentalism, which is called an effect, right? So mentalism effect is basically you showing a demonstration of what you can do with your mind. Now, the mentalist may write something down or they may you know, make some prediction or there may be something that happens just so he can prove that he knew the knowledge beforehand. But that's basically it. So, so what I'm going to show you now is a um, pretty ancient way of doing this, okay? So you know who Nostradamus was, right? How he would write things down and then eventually they would come true, right? Well, I started keeping a diary as a, as a young kid. It was more of a journal more than anything, just kind of documenting my day. This went good, this didn't, right? And I started thinking like, because I started studying Nostradamus, 
how can you explain the way that he's been able to do this? Now, the thing is, is that, you know, JP Morgan said that if you want to become a millionaire, you need a financial advisor. He also said, but if you want to become a billionaire with a B, then you need an astrologist because it's all about the mappings of the stars and the constellation and understanding the universal laws, that of which we've already explained a little bit on this call. Because then that allows you, once you understand the movement of the heavens, once you understand the movement of the stars, which is, you know, these are things that even religion is based off of in astrotheology and all these other topics, right? So, so really by that, why JP Morgan said that is because by understanding the cycles and the events and by seeing around the corner and skating to where the puck's going to be, not where it is currently, then you can make some intelligent decisions regarding investing and all types of other things like that, right? So that's just something to understand. Now, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be, I'm going to play the role basically of Nostradamus, okay? So I'm just going to take a pen and a piece of paper. I'm just going to go to a random uh, page here, okay? So I'm just going to go to a random page and I'm just going to make a thing, be like a person, a thing or a song, or it's just going to be something random, okay? I'm just going to write something down. Okay. So just a random word. It's going to be a short little word. And I apologize in advance for my handwriting. It's, I have bad handwriting as it is when writing like a doctor. So, so I've made the prediction, okay? So I've wrote down my prediction. Now what I want you to do is I want you to use your mind, okay? And I want you to simply name out loud the first word that comes to your head. You can say it at this point because it doesn't even matter. So, microphone. Okay, microphone. Now, is there a read microphone? Is that because you're like trying to sell a mic or something? Or you don't really know? What's crazy is I didn't actually write down microphone, but if you look, you can see I actually wrote down the word mic as a microphone, right? So I actually was able to write down the word mic before you said anything, right? And just now, to be you clear, can do the same for, for people listening, but there was zero collusion on this, all right? So no conspiracy theories from the audience, please. I literally did not... Like one of the reasons I asked Josh to come on is that we were on a FaceTime the other day and he and he did this for me and uh, and I was like oh wow you actually got it you actually got it right so that's why I figured we tried out on on here but I did not tell him anything I did not uh, say anything to any like, yeah. sort of degree or anything so um, yeah he, he nailed it awesome and and the thing is too yeah this is definitely not set up you know whenever you actually think about what you just saw happen right whenever you actually go through the mathematical and statistical probability of how it even all I mean, think about it we could have said a person place thing or number just numbers alone is between zero or negative infinity and positive infinity right so so that that's like you know, astronomically, exponentially impossible. But also not even just words, but I mean, just a dictionary itself is like that thick, you know? So there's so many different word choices and names and events and, you know, all that stuff. So sometimes I even do it with a deck of cards too. What I'll do is I'll make a prediction. I'll turn one card face down. So I'm going to do this off camera. I'm just basically going to turn one card face down in the deck, okay? And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the cards. I'll put them back in the pack. I'm going to leave them in full sight, okay? So this is in full sight. can't change it or anything like that. So I want you to think of a card right now, Travis. I want you to think in your mind of a playing card. It could be, but nothing easy like the Ace of Spades or anything like that, okay? So what I want you to do is name out loud the card that you were thinking of. Nine of Diamonds. Okay, Nine of Diamonds. I'm going to pull my camera down so you can see this, okay? Look, so the Nine of Diamonds, okay? Like I said, every single card is face up except for one card, right? You can even see this. I'm, I'll go through it slow. You can see every card is face up except for one. Wouldn't that be crazy if that one card was the nine of diamonds? That'd be insane, wouldn't it? 
Stop. That would be insane, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I can do all this crazy stuff with mental and magic. I'm one of the world's fastest hypnotists. Not only am I one of the world's fastest guitarists, but world's fastest hypnotist by record through instant induction. There's a lot of cool stuff. I'm sure if we had more time, we can dive into... We didn't even touch entertainment. We're, we're probably going to have to do a, a version two or something. Or at some point when all this quarantine stuff is over, bro, we'll, we'll get together in person and uh, and do a little bit more uh, fun content like, uh, like we just did for sure. Listen, man, I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today. It's always a fascinating conversation when I get to sit down with you. And um, before we take off here, where can people connect with you the most? What's the best place for people to go to connect with you really just instagram joshua.earp is my handle apparently i'm the second joshua you know or whatever so <laughs> so at joshua.earp go uh, check on some of the things that he has there like i said you can tell just from the uh, the bio the intro the stories that he's telling uh that there's a lot of interesting things happening over on his instagram so you're definitely going to want to go check that out at joshua.earp over on instagram josh thanks so much for coming on the show today man had a blast chatting with you well, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you soon. You know? Well, that's it for today's show. If you want more advanced networking strategies, as well as an instant network upgrade, then consider partnering with my BYN Inner Circle Mastermind. There are already dozens of high quality entrepreneurs in the group. There's dozens of video lessons on networking. There's monthly calls, there's accountability crews and more, all for the low investment of just 99 bucks a month. So head over to byninnercircle.com to jump in. That's byninnercircle.com. Thanks so much for joining us on today's show. We'll see you next time. Remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.